today we're going to talk about Star Wars again because it's awesome and y'all need to watch more of it. Today I'm sitting down with the Clean Libertarian. How you doing, man? Doing well, man. I'm glad to be on a podcast talking about the thing I love most in this world, you know, Star Wars. Nice. So I'm going to ask you a bit of question about Star Wars then. How old were you first saw Star Wars? Like what was your Star Wars, what Star Wars movie? What got you, what was the big Star um, Wars it- event? It was the original trilogy back before George Lucas, you know, came in and added all the CG edits to it and all of that. This was back back when Jabba the Hutt and A New Hope was a fat guy in a fursuit. Like that was way back when. I don't know if you remember that or not. I've seen those, but again, I I, I watched those too when I was when I was uh, young. My aunt had yeah. them on like VHS. But uh, when she upgraded the DVD, she didn't know that they'd say anything. She just threw them away. Yeah. And so when I started watching DVD, I was like, this isn't right. Something's not right here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is cool. So I figured we'd just talk about uh, the Jedi and Sith. I, I read your Twitter thread about the Jedi and the Sith, and it was very, very awesome. So Right on. Get right into it. So Jedi or Sith, who's better? Why, why, do, why do they both suck? Okay, so to really understand this, we got to like break it down on what is either body organization bringing to the galaxy around it, right? So Jedi is seen as the really puerile, uh, awesome, good guys. That's how they're spun in every single movie and all the books and everything like that. But in the, uh, you know, in the, the, Galactic Empire is considered to be all that is evil. But, you know, like you said, you brought up the uh, Twitter breakdown and kind of like how I pointed out some of it, man, was that the Jedi were religious zealots of their time, you know, like, especially in the age prior to A New Hope. You know, if we go back into the prequels, you really see exactly what type of people these Jedi are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, before we get into all that, I guess both are equally crappy, you know, both have their downsides. The, uh, the Jedi bring a little bit more freedom with none of the technology to back it up. Now, the Galactic Empire, they have the boot a little bit more firmly on people's necks. However, they have you know, state-of-the-art technology and, you know, that's what they bring to systems. They bring order, you know, is what they say. And so it's a wash for me, man. If I was going to run with anybody, it would probably be the Mandalorians, you know? Yeah. That would be my yeah, crowd. I respect that. I got to say, the whole, this is my notice when I watch, when you know, watch all the kid, it's like light side, dark side. It's simple. Good guys, bad guys, red, blue, and green. Uh-huh. And you rewatch it when you're older after like kind of seeing what the world is like. You're like, oh, these both both these groups fucking suck. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, um, and this is why I love the Clone Wars TV so so much. Is they really uh that last season specifically. Did you ever watch the Clone Wars TV show? I here's the thing: like when it comes to the cartoon, the animated stuff, I have a hard time. I can't follow mm. along. So no. Yeah, well, I recommend you watch the last season, if not just the last five episodes. Because okay. Ahsoka. Uh, Anakin's apprentice gets uh, framed for bombing the temple. Okay. And they investigate her when she's innocent. She has to go on the run. The Jedi don't believe her. It's a whole ordeal. 
Uh, and then she gets offered to come back to the temple and she's like, nah, y'all didn't believe me. Fuck you. I'm out. And she just like walks out. And she just leaves. Wow. And then she uh she finds out about Maul on Mandalore and stuff, taking over Mandalore and trying to get the dead to help. And they're like, Oh, you're a civ- you're a civilian now. We don't care what you say. And wow. she just like it really does show the whole like great Jedi. Um like really sees he's, he's like um like Ahsoka and Luke both in episode eight, Luke was like the, the far the Jedi with Hebois. Is that I need to end? Ahsoka is like that too. Like she kind of went through all of it with the Jedi Council and was like, yeah, these people fucking suck and they shouldn't be around. This is not huh. how the force would work. And so I, I really, like if you really hate on the Jedi and the Sis, I, I can't recommend the last season of Clone Wars enough. It's really good. Okay. We'll do, man. We'll do. No, um, I, I was talking to the guy on my podcast a few years ago about the Star Wars stuff. We're talking about the Jedi and it's like all of shit that happens could be avoided if they didn't be so bad at teaching like, yeah. like anakin like anakin like if they just taught him like you see that she's attacking the clones it's like like this idea system of government is terrible he's an yeah. idiot and he has to be an idiot otherwise palpatine couldn't corrupt him so easily and if they just said hey maybe attachments aren't great but they aren't payable you know don't try to hide things from us like mm-hmm. um they saw it in the clone wars that obi-wan kind of knew about the whole padme anakin thing and they, the council is like, oh, we're not going to bring this up because he's doing good at, uh, as a general. And it's like, it's just, everything that happens was completely avoidable if they just actually did their job. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, they, they, they absolutely, and that's the other thing too, is that they, they used Anakin mm-hmm. as bait. I mean, and that's what we saw in the prequels, you know, and you don't do that to people you respect, man. You know, like they, they gave him none. It, this isn't like an undercover sting operation where the uh, undercover officer is like well-equipped and ready and knows fully what they're getting into. This is them dropping Anakin in a situation that they knew he was not probably ready for. And they reap the whirlwind for it. You know, I mean, it's just what happens, yeah. you know? I mean, it's like everyone says Crygon was great because he wasn't on the council, but it's like, if he didn't free, he didn't free the mom. He had the power. Boom. He's, he like he already seated on the dice game to win Anakin. The guy is destitute at the end. You didn't even go back to get the mom out of slavery. Like I get it, no attachments. Take the kid. You take the kids. Like they said, I already take kids from their parents in the first place. It's its own fucking problem. Uh, yeah. But then like the, the know that the mom's in slavery, and you're just like, well, we take kids anyway. It's just less of a hassle this way. It's like, what's yeah. wrong with you? These yeah, it's fucked up. People. It's fucked up. And and you know to have them them left you know have her left in in that particular environment where it's very clear she's being abused she's not being treated well and it just went downhill for that poor woman afterwards Mm -hmm. i mean my god what the not only like the only good thing that she had in her life was her child by her side and then chad i were like fucking nope we're taking that from you too he got some high he got some high metachloroin count we gotta (laughs) use that you know it's like he's the chosen one so we're just gonna you know take the strongest guy ever to be born and just psychologically fuck him up yeah, pretty much, man. It's That's so one of the. Dumb. So talking about midichlorians, it, midichlorian, uh, there was a meme that went around a while back because I shit on the prequels, man. I really do. I fucking hate them. They make me so upset. Um, but midichlorians are the answer to the question we never wanted to know. None of us gave a fuck about it. That's what made the original trilogy so cool is because there was no midichlorians. The force was this attainable thing that anybody could get. And as a kid, 
watching it, you know, you're like, oh shit, this could be me. I could have the force. But no, man, you ain't got the midichlorian count, you know? This, this really so similar to chains in modern media. It mm-hmm. used to be anyone was a hero, was like the typical story, you know, Luke right. is some kid from a farm. Anyone could be a hero. But now you look at it, it's the, it's the sequel trilogy, way has to be a descendant of somebody. It's all about family line. Even in Doctor Who and other shows, it's like, well, you see her was, um, like she was a, they did a whole thing with Doctor Who recently. It's like another dimensional being. Like she's the reason they all have all these uh, regeneration powers. It's like everything in modern media went from being like, anyone can be a hero to only special people can be heroes. It is really, yeah. and it's really wild. weird. Like once you see it, it's like you look at like um, even new Star Trek. Like when they remade uh, the Star Trek movies, Kirk went from just being a captain to had a dad who's also a captain to being a guy whose dad was killed in a heroic act, and I ever wanted to go be a captain again. Huh. Like yeah. every new weird race in media is always like some legacy thing, and it's like, what is this? Why do we need? This is a weird lesson to give kids that you're nobody unless you have some special parents. Right. Right. It's, it is strange. I've never thought of that, man. That that's wild. I mean, look at even like like a uh, Lord of Rings. Frodo is just some random dude, you know. Right. Look at um. Look at Harry Potter. So is in one again. Look at um Percy Jackson, one of the popular kids book series. It's all about lineage. Your dad's a you guys a god. That's all it's about. Right. It's like there's nothing. There's I can't name a single new form of media after 1990s probably where there wasn't some legacy uh built into it. That's just really weird to give kids that kind of mindset i don't know why right. it, it bugs me but it's weird see they were on track to make ray that you know because i was mm-hmm. like you came from nothing you know you're nothing yeah. and then rise of the skywalker which i'm gonna look man i'm gonna uh i'm gonna be real honest i didn't mind it i didn't mind a- the movie it was good it was a good it was a good end i cried like a bitch during the entire movie i still oh. cry when c3po says i'm looking at my friends one last time even mm-hmm. though there's comedic elements after that just that yeah. moment alone I'm like oh fuck that's my childhood man mm-hmm. you know what i mean oh yeah um I, I feel the same way it's a everyone hate on shit on it but i i actually liked it i, I say i say it all the time the sequels could have been good if they kept one fucking director if they the abrams to through the whole thing and we would have been, yeah. been moving way off but it'd be great but yeah. like when they hired three directors and they fired a guy, like what is this? Well, what know, was his it, name? What was the guy in the middle? Ryan uh, uh Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. That? Yeah. I hope he fucking stubs his toe every night for the rest of his not- life. Mm-hmm. Every night. Fuck that guy. That was so batshit crazy. I mean, it's just like JJ, he went safe with Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. JJ took the safe bet, and that is recreate what made Star Wars so goddamn good. Mm-hmm. And then Rena's like, ah, I think I'm just going to fuck shit up. I'm just going to make this completely different. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there, how do I, there's no way to really fully come back no. from The Last Jedi. Jesus I, Christ. I was telling everybody, it's like if they made it like every other trilogy nowadays, it's like the last one was a two-parter, you know? If they did that was episode nine, this made it a two-parter, part one, part two. You could have had, you probably could have fixed everything, you know? Like that's it was true. Like, and I feel like that's what the time jump was. They did a whole lot of time jump in episode nine. It's like, they're trying to jump halfway through the story again because they had to rectify everything. Oh, anyway, yeah. back to the Jedi and Sis. If you could recommend a book or a ideal to the uh, Jedi and Sis, like, hey, maybe think about this and not be so terrible. You know, kind of make them we look at that word of view. What kind of, what kind of idea of book would you say they should look into? There's a trilogy and it's called 
um, the Darth Bane trilogy. Mm. Okay. And there's three books. It's the expanded universe and it. This takes place way before any movie, any of that. This is, this is considered uh, the old Republic. This is way back when. And Darth Bane, just to give a brief little synopsis, Darth Bane is this abused kid. He is like a slave in a mine. Like this, this kid could beat the shit out of anybody around. I mean, like he's been working on his mind his whole life. His, his father was a complete and total piece of shit. Um, somehow or another he finds himself enlisted in the sith because back the sith used to be an empire not the galactic empire but it was actually the sith you know empire way back when and he enlisted in their like lower level you know infantry division and uh he was quickly pushed up through the ranks because of his cunning and he's just a badass Mm -hmm. this dude single-handedly so he single-handedly upended the entire Sith Empire and rewrote the history. He's the guy who came up with the uh, ruler too, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. he didn't come up with it, but he adopted it because he found it on a holocron. Mm. So holocron is like, um, you know what a holocron is, right? Yeah. Okay. So like he found a Sith holocron. Also in his journey for more Sith holocrons, he went into this one tomb and there was these little crab-like creatures called like obelisk or something like that. And they cover his whole body. He's impenetrable to lightsabers. Like this dude was fucking invulnerable. I mean, the dude think, is just a badass. I think one of his feats was he went out into a thunderstorm with a lightsaber. He went into a thunderstorm with a lightsaber and he was so quick, he was able to cut the rain, raindrops and say drops. Yes, yes. Like his guy was insane. Dark Bane yeah. is... I'm a huge fan of the Old Republic, the games, the books, everything. Like I, which is why I hate the new High Republic bullshit. Yeah, it's just yeah, like you, you had the greatest like Star Wars lore ever, and you shit on it. Like, what is <laughs> shit it? on it. What is, was Disney shitting on things? Stop it. Yeah, dude. It, there was so much good stuff there that could have been. I mean, if Disney would have worked alongside the cinematographers for the Old Republic series, the games. Mm. Holy shit, dude! If we could see that in the big screen, I still oh. rewatch those videos like all the time. Because like, I, 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 I was in a gym, I was in a gym today, and I'm like, I need something to watch on the treadmill. I watch those videos again. I'm like, why is this five minute video with four lines of dialogue better than the entire fucking trilogy, bro? <laughs> like, I, it's, it's so good. It's so wild to me. I mean, it really is. You you gotta have a newfound respect, you know, for what they were able to pull off because they took that thing that makes they made that the universe dangerous man mm-hmm. they made the universe dangerous they didn't fucking bubble wrap it they didn't put mm-hmm. social justice warrior shit or try to make everything about culturally appro- they didn't mm-hmm. care what about that this was about the nerds giving the nerds what they want yeah give us what awesome. we want damn you disney <laughs> it was so good too i mean every piece of lore every the hyperspace wars the mandalorian wars mm-hmm. the um just everything they did from like the political like i was listening to there like a 60 minute long youtube series about um some jedi reading holocons about the history of the old republic on youtube and it's incredible because you're like wow the political story here of like the the new mandalore they try to create and the, the slave fighting pits and it's like there's so much here that they could have turned to a movie and they were going to disney had hired the guys to the game of thrones for a trilogy and the guys fucked up Game of Thrones so bad. They're like, no, no, don't come over here anymore. We can't have the Wyatt Johnson on our hands. And it's like, every time Disney almost does something awesome, it gets ruined. This is why, yeah. besides Mandalorian, which is 
perfect, great, and these are just Dave Filoni and uh, what's his name, John Favreau. Just need to stay there and keep casting Kennedy at bay. Just keep everyone away. Yeah, because it's and who would have thought John Favreau would be the guy? Mm. I, I never would have guessed that, dude. I mean, a, I saw Iron Man too, and I was like, okay, <laughs> this is yeah, yeah, yeah. Same here. I'm I'm in the same boat as you on mm. that. And then just to see him, to see this like dude who we all know but never would have equated with mm. like i mean the the nerd whispers who he is now i mean that dude is oh, awesome he is um i'll tell you what i'm looking forward to the obi-wan kenobi tv so yeah like i heard boba fett's gonna be in it yep. supposedly Qui-Gon's gonna be in it that's what um, i heard and i'm really hoping they explore some of Qui-Gon but like listen the jedi counter sucked and here's why mm-hmm. like i would love to see him kind of explore that because they were like they were doing that scene in the um the sequel trilogy and the Clone Wars so and so I'm really hoping they kind of continue to see him be like hey the heroes you guys love as kids are, are actually fucked up yeah I would love to see him explore that that whole scene mm. uh, let's see they, they tell you what's going to be cool too is the book of Fett mm. that's, that's going to be, be good. fucking rad that's yeah, going to be I, rad Oh, when, he, when Boba Fett showed up in Mandalorian my, oh, I, was like, I was like oh my god this is the coolest yeah. shit I've ever seen the <laughs> knee cannons it was just the, the music, the fight scene, everything about his character and the suit, it how it looked. Oh, straight up dope, straight yeah. up dope, man. Everything about that was awesome. Okay, I gotta ask you, what was a better scene? Boba Fett's appearance, take on the stormtroopers, or Luke Skywalker taking on the uh, the death troopers? Oh, like, fat all day oh, long, really? fat. See, I, yes. I go Luke. Well, here's the Luke. thing. Here's the thing with Luke is that they made him, you know, young Luke again, and like, I don't know, man. It's like. I was we so know that, that story. We know yeah. that story. We don't all know that Boba Fett made it out, right? So yeah. it's like, mm, and get to cool. see that, dude. That's so fucking good. It was man. cool. I mean, oh. well, now I gotta ask you. We're talking about Sith and Jedi and how much they both suck. Uh, if you had to pick a favorite Jedi and a favorite Sith and a least favorite Jedi and a least favorite Sith, who would it be? Because for me, favorite Jedi is Obi Wan. Least favorite is Mace Windu because that guy ruined everything. Yeah, it's all yeah. Mace Windu's fault. Everything in the prequels is Mace Windu's fault. For Jedi, for the and this is with very little knowledge, but from what I've learned about her is Ashoka. Mm. She is to me, she's punk rock. You know what I mean? She's punk yeah. rock. She she thinks for herself, you know, and that's enough for me. So that's my favorite mm. Jedi. So Agreed. for good one. for for Sith. I don't know, man. I'm gonna have to probably stick with Vader because that's just my dude, man. Vader's always been my yeah. guy, you know. He's always everyone, gonna be my guy. Everyone loves Vader and hates Anakin. <laughs> I know, right? I like, love it. It's like yes, this is this is how terrible the prequels were. They made yeah, hate the same right. fucking character. Yeah. <laughs> what they call Mannequin Skywalker, you know? Oh, yeah, it's dude. Just so bad. It was tough. I mean. It, it's just, I mean, but what what the fuck was the guy supposed to do? I mean, obviously mm-hmm. the script was trying to bring that annoying teenage thing mm-hmm. out of him. So it's like he didn't have a choice with it, but still, man. like I cannot remember who it was, but someone wrote a book about the polit- political philosophy of Star Wars, and I cannot remember his name at all. And it's going to, uh, if you listen in, dude, because I'm going to tag you when I release it, because I, I quote his book in the last podcast too, and I didn't look him up afterwards because I'm lazy. Okay. Um, but he wrote a book and he wrote the reason like, Anakin had to suck. 
like you made an argument in the book that Anakin was uh, smart, clever, and witty, and actually fun to listen to. He would be he had to ride with a good character, and if it was a good character, he wouldn't have been able to turn to the dark side. But you needed to be bratty, needed to be whiny, needed to be selfish. Oh. That whole like I'm better than everyone. He just doesn't see it yet. You need him to be that kind of guy so that Palpatine could hijack it. If he was smart and witty, then people wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been believable. And so oh, he tries yeah. to make a defense of the shitty writing, his deliberate. And I think he's putting the cart before the horse, but I think he makes a good argument. And it's it makes me. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. watch. The, I watch the prequels without hearing him talk. And I'm like, I see what he's saying, and I think he's saving the prequels, but I don't think that was the intention at all. And no, so it, no, it's it, yeah. George Lucas, when left to his own devices, mm-hmm. will fuck anything up in front of him. And when it came to the prequels, he was. I I really do think that they were spite films. Mm. It seems like they were spite films. You know, he knew who his base was. He knew, but yet every one of those movies was meant to draw in new audience members. Mm-hmm. It wasn't to wasn't to cater to the existing ones, you know, and that's where a lot of us take issue with it. Here's the thing. The prequels by themselves, if you remove the, the Skywalker timeline, if you remove any semblance of the original trilogy from it, okay, all new characters, you know, just... Even in the same galaxy, I'm okay with. But the thing is, what they did with the prequels, as opposed to what we fell in love with with the original trilogy, they're you, you, they're unrecognizable mm-hmm. from one another. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And so, no one thought it was in a trilogy, and so no, this needs trade route discussions. <laughs> well, and here's here's what saved that part for me mm-hmm. was uh, reading Plagueis. Have mm. you read Plagueis? Everyone keeps telling me to read it. I have. I, I think I own it somewhere. I have a lot of Star Wars books I got from like your audiences and Goodwill that I have uh-huh. read, but I haven't read in years. And so I can't remember all the details. Okay, but so, from what I remember, he was awesome. Dude, he Plagueis is the guy who trained Sidious, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Palpatine. Yeah. Okay? That was his man. Plagueis single-handedly built the Trade Federation. From the ground up, dude. Like this dude made himself somebody with one goal in mind. And it never came, he never got to see it come to fruition completely. But just reading that book kind of saved some of those elements Mm. in the in the Mm. sequel, the prequels for me. What is the thing of this idea? I was talking to my uh, my friend on the last podcast about to come do a whole month of Star Wars podcast. And so I saw it was the last one. And we talked about how in the prequels, there really isn't any good guys. There's Palpatine, and there's people who follow Palpatine's plan to the letter. Like, not once did they ever do anything that he did not expect them to do. They are just ignorant ideologues who just play their role the exact way he's supposed to. I'm not going to say the drones are the good guys. Right, <laughs> so right. there really no. isn't any good guys in the prequel. I mean, you get Ahsoka at the Clone Wars, but that's really <laughs> it. Even yeah, the clones. I, I mean, the engineers have only follow orders. <laughs> like, no Jedi... I can't say they're good people when they hear, hey, we made you a slave race to follow only follow orders. And they don't ever question the, the, the ethics of that. These aren't good people. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up, man. Like, that's a good point. There really isn't. I guess the, the closest thing to pure that you could get would be the slave kids and the very in the Phantom Menace. That's about as close to puerile and actual goodness that you could get. That's just because they were kids. Yeah. You know, there's no one. I mean. And the Clone Wars are awesome. Like they do a, 
they do an episode of Clone Wars where a clone investigates, like, why are we made to only follow orders? And he gets hit in the head and like he gets messed up and he doesn't follow orders anymore. And he actually uncovers the plot of Order 66. And so all yeah. the clones try to kill him. And it's a really good like conspiracy theory episode. And he had friends that he had convinced. And so they go get served to move their inhibitor tips so he can not follow orders as well. And it's, so it is a really cool uh, clone story about clones like good soldiers follow orders. And so I'm like, that might be a problem down the line. Yeah. And so it is. Um, so is that, so here's, here's one. Is that the Bad Batch? Uh, that is somewhat in the Bad Batch, but it's explored. It's, uh, it's set up in season four of the Clone Wars. Okay. Cause I watched the Bad Batch and the first episode was, it blew my socks off. I loved it. Mm-hmm. The second one, I couldn't get past like 15 minutes, man. I turned it mm-hmm. off and I haven't revisited it since. I don't know. There are, the thing about the Clone Wars is it a bug me. They didn't release them in order. Like the entire timeline bounces around. Like if you want to watch them in chronological order, you gotta start with like season three and then bounce back to two. It's really weird. And so there's like, and there's so many episodes huh. you can just skip. But there are some good ones, and when it's good, it's better than all the prequels. And in my opinion, uh, the Clone Wars kind of saves the prequels. It makes it worth watching. Damn. Okay. Um, there's a list online of like episodes to watch in the Clone Wars, and it takes it from like six seasons to like 20, maybe 30 episodes. And so I I, I recommend if you like Star Wars. It's worth it because there's some there's some stories in the Clone Wars. Like at one point they go to a planet and there's no one there because the slavers came and took everybody. And so Anakin has to go free all the slaves and he gets captured again, and he's in slavery again. And it's just it's incredible. Wow. Like there's a there's some good and the voice actor in the Clone Wars top notch. Like when I sing of the characters now, I don't sing of the actors. I sing of the voice actors. Like they're just that good. Like it's. Huh. Clone Wars is better than the prequels and the sequel trilogy. Like it's some of the best stuff in Star Wars, and so. And every time I run across somebody that's like way big in, a, in the Clone Wars, you guys get me thinking I need to get back into it, and I just never do. I need to really do it this time. This is. Um, I send you a link to the uh, chart <coughs> with the episodes to watch and the ones to skip because there's some episodes that's just really like there's like, like 18 different Zodzo episodes, and it's like we don't care about this. There's like episodes with droids. There's no talking. It's just droid episodes. And it's like okay. this is this is dumb. Right. But when it's it's the good episodes, like the conspiracy series, clone episodes are phenomenal. I mean, uh, when they bring back Darth Maul and Darth Maul, uh, they get a give him a brother. It's yeah, it's good. It's let me ask you this: What did you think about Solo? I enjoyed it. I I really I thought it was um, not as good as Rogue One. Anyway, but I definitely put like if I rank Star Wars movies, it's above three. It's above episode mm-hmm. three, not by much, but it's up there, and it's uh, it, I I really enjoyed it. A lot of fun. Well, but yeah, what did you think? I it was good, but it just doesn't quite. I think what it was in the worst character in it is Lando. Yeah, Lando was not dude. You made him fucking robot. Yeah, what? Dude, Lando is like the, the most smooth-talking, debonair cat around, and you have him fucking a robot that resembles nothing of a woman besides yeah. a voice chip. Like, what? And that voice actor what? for her bugged me because he's like, I'd never seen a Star Wars film before, so I just kind of went into it like I was a regular person. And it's like, what, what the fuck did you say? What did you just say? <laughs> you, it's like, and her feminist, it was, it was a feminist robot. It was like, what is this? Yeah, dude. They wanted to make it accurate. They sort of gave up 600 pounds. But. (laughs) 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 That's fucking funny right there. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) 
but uh, when solo when solo is good like the, the space scenes the say sequences the music i really love those aspects of solo when arden air like his han solo yeah. i think he nailed it like i when they eventually yeah. remake indiana jones i want him to play indiana like i think he's just he is that good at han solo i want him to do indiana because he just was I mean, I actually I own the jacket. The jacket he wore, I have a uh, same kind of jacket in my closet. It's uh, no I had so much I enjoyed it. It was oh fine. It's a good movie. Nice, man. Yeah, the the you know, mall popping up at the end for me was like, whoa, you know, like that was that was the shit, you know, seeing that. Um what did you think about Rogue One? Probably the best Star Wars film. Boom! It's it's That's up there. It. That's it, it, man. It was good. I was, I think I saw that one in Cedars seven times. I think I just kept going back again and again and again. Cause it, every time I watched it, I, for, I, I forget how good it is. And I'll watch it. I'm like, oh yeah, this is the best fucking movie. This and, is amazing. I mean, just, and here's the thing. It's a, it's a story we didn't ask for. Mm-hmm. I never asked for it. I know. I don't know who, you know, but like I say we, cause I think everybody thinks like me, but <laughs> I don't, I don't recollect anybody saying, man, I wonder what happened with that first Death Star. Like, you know, it never happened, man. But like they told this story and they finally made the rebels out to be anything but puerile whiny bitches. Mm-hmm. You know, they had that dude. He was the he was the informant, had his arm broken. He killed the stormtrooper and he's like, we got to get out of here. we got to climb the walls. He's like, I can't. He's like, all right, adios. And boom, he's getting his own bro. show. He's getting yeah. his own. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. Oh, is he? Yeah, it's a, a Cassian Andor TV show. It's gonna be like, no. Yeah, it's all about him. It's gonna be like a spy drama. It. It's nice. gonna, I'm excited for it. I am nice. I mean, this is why I have a hard time. Like, I want to hate on Disney sometimes because they ruined uh-huh. the sequel trilogy. But they took one line in the episode four and turned it into the best fucking movie. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, okay, so you clearly know what you're doing. Sometimes. Uh huh. It's like, so who did like? What is ruining the sequels? You know, I think it's like this is a this is like I think I looked at the sequels like, oh, this is a money grab, and so we're going to put all the that agenda in that one. Why in this one is a throwaway move for the actual fans, so we're not going to put an agenda. I mean, compare way to Zen Urso. What's one is a better character? What's one one had I three mean, movies, one had 30 minutes of setup and was beautiful and perfect. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's just all there is to it, man. I, and you know, Disney isn't stupid. They look at the dollars coming in and the merch for Mandalorian, the merch for, you know, Rogue One, like this shit, that's what's selling the franchise right now. Mm-hmm. They, and they realized, cause here's the thing. So last Jedi came out, people were pissed and rightfully so. I saw it in theaters and like, I think I was just in the rush of the crowd cause it was opening night. So it was kind of like, Oh, this is a cool atmosphere. But then I went back and saw it again. I'm like, this fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but Solo came out right after Last Jedi, and their ticket sales plummeted. They were nowhere near projected. I think Deadpool and, beat, beat Han Solo. Deadpool yeah, dude. Too, I beat it out. And it's like, that shouldn't happen. Yeah, no, that shouldn't happen at all. But it's very telling mm-hmm. of what Rhea Johnson did. You know? And that's what, that's what sucks so much. Is like They planned to make a, a trilogy out of the Han Solo films. They were going to do a trilogy oh. of Solo films. And it was like going to be awesome. And I was, like, super, I was like excited for it. And then when it bombed, and then I don't think it, it, it 
did not bomb to its own fault. It, it bombed because of Last Jedi. Exactly. And so it's like, so because Ryan, Ryan Johnson fucked up so bad, he fucked up two whole trilogies. <laughs> Yeah. And he was one he didn't even touch. And, and he was hired <laughs> to do like the whole search for it. They fired him from that one. So in, in one film, he fucked up three trilogies. <laughs> it's like how how bad of a director do you have to be that this dude at the Star Wars? Like, oh, I hate no, him. Dude. I hate Ryan Johnson. <laughs> Shit, I, I I'll start an anti-Ryan Johnson caucus. Like I will. I'm, I I'm will. down for it. I'd join. I'd give I, I would give money for that one. Like yeah, I, would it's, um, I would donate. What was it? Oh, it reminds me of the um uh, New York, New in New York, they have an Aaron Burr Society to celebrate yeah. Aaron Burr, and the slogan is uh, "Not soon enough." When they kill killing, killing Hamilton, <laughs> and I'm tempted to start one for uh, John Wilkes Booth, "Not soon enough," because I fucking hate Lincoln, and so I'm. Um, uh, but they didn't need, they need a good slogan for the Ryan Johnson one, but. Mm. Uh, so, out of all the Star Wars books, uh, but like you recommend, you said the uh, the Bane trilogy, the Darth yes. Plagueis one. These are all books and the prequel. What is it? Does he ever read the uh, the Swan trilogy that takes place after episode yes. six? Now yes. I, I'm I'm reading those now and I'm going through them on Audible. And fucking incredible! They're so good, I mean, man. Holy shit! They're so good. They're so good. Um, and I've only I'm only one book into it, but now there's a book out called Theron, mm. and that is, dude. I, I rarely finish books anymore. Like I I struggle. ADD and all that, you know. I've only read uh, half of those. <laughs> you're like, it's probably a quarter. I'm a book collector, not a book reader. You know what I'm Same. saying? Like, I'm yeah. like, dude. Um, and so, Thrawn, I just got through reading it, and uh, holy shit. Uh, Truce at Bak- How do you say that? The Truce at Bakura. I know what we're talking about, but yeah. That's... That's one that takes place immediately after mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi. Yeah. That's a good one. I had that, I got that at a Goodwill. I was like, in the back of a Goodwill, I saw that. I'm like, Star Wars book. I need to buy yeah. it. Yeah, man. It's a, like, it's a classic. Uh, I think it's legend status now. Yep. Sadly. Uh, all the best stuff is legend status. I mean, yeah, Luke dude. Skywalker, like, Luke Skywalker is my favorite Star Wars character. I had the lightsaber right there. I love it. And um, Luke Skywalker Legends is so, like, like, Everything he does, like he learns to teleport with the force, mm-hmm. his um, picking on like that Abaddon or whatever that lady's name was, like just the the, the feats he has while all drinking hot chocolate, like this is yeah, the dude. coolest I mean, character. Yeah, like so that's kind of the thing, you know. Like everybody progressed and got better, and then with these sequels they put out, mm. like all of a sudden, like Leia was Jedi training. And the, the only Jedi thing we see her physically do is, you know, a flashback where she like puts Luke on his ass and then she's like Superwoman in space. <laughs> Mary Poppins just like whoop, Mary Poppins like, just this? goes right back. And that's it. And it's like, dude, no, man. Like she was force sensitive. Like it, it explicitly said that in the movies, you know, on mm-hmm. the big screen, you know, um, and we can't do any more development than that, you know. Granted, yeah. Rest in peace, Carrie Fisher. I mean, you know, yeah. Maybe they had plans, but it didn't work out. I don't know. So I, every time I, I read the Star Wars books and I watch these movies, that's why I can't forgive them. It's so like even if I enjoy episodes um, uh, nine, they ruined my boy Luke. You know, yeah. they yeah, ruined dude. they ruined the in my opinion one of the greatest characters ever created of all time, Luke Skywalker. 
Farm Boy from Nowhere, The Jedi Master, the, everything he's in, the Wizard Trilogy is the best. All the books are phenomenal. And they took one of the coolest characters ever created, and they turned him to some whiny old curmudgeon. He was like, the sacred text. And it's like, yeah, what? And this big moment, he doesn't even fucking go. Like, you, yeah. he's so in the secret tour that you can teleport. So why couldn't he just teleport and actually do something yeah, with a green scared. lightsaber? Why do you have the blue one? It was such a waste of fucking time. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, I, I hate mean, it, it so much. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Have you gotten to the point in that, um, in the Thrawn trilogy that you're reading where Mara Jag comes into play? Yes. Yes. Dude. She's. Mm. Oh, she's. Mm. Mm. Yeah. She, God, the sequel. So those books are so much better than the movies. Should have been what so they much did. Better. Exactly. They, they did, had man. them right there to follow. It yeah. wouldn't probably wouldn't been as good, but it was right there. You, yeah. you had to. What uh, bugs me is I have I, I went online somewhere. I hope I hope to God it's not true that they were going to do a um, sequel trilogy to the sequel trilogy, and they were going to do the views and Vong or something from the uh, extended law books, extended books. And it's like don't don't bring in those cool characters with these losers. Yeah, yeah I don't no, want to see Finn Poe and Way with that. That's lame. I like Finn was okay. Uh, Rose, she's a sweetheart of an actress. Clearly, mm-hmm. I mean, she's a she got a lot of hate, and it wasn't her fault. But goddamn, yeah. dude, like that's she got a lot of hate. Yeah, I think sad. Skywalker, that whole bloodline, everything, even Palpatine, let it all die off. Mandalorian proved that we can tell a new story. Mm-hmm. And, and it'd be okay. Fuck Rogue One proved that, really. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can you can have these epic stories, and you don't have to use the same diatribe. Like, let it die. You've tarnished the bloodline. Let it die peacefully. Yes. This, the past is dead. Barry. Yes. Yeah. Just leave uh-huh. it be. Yep. That's, mm. um, so out of all the new shows, Boba Fett, Obi-Wan, Mandalorian, what's one you think, because they're going to do it, what's one's going to bring Swan in? Like, what's one of the things going to bring in Swan? Because my guess is Mando, but that's what I'm thinking too. Because, like, there's especially in the book that I'm reading. So, mm-hmm. like, in, in I, I need to go, or in the book I read, so it talks about Thrawn and Anakin used to hang out. Mm-hmm. So, that story needs to get told. Yeah. I want to see that. You know what I mean? I don't know mm-hmm. if we'll see that or not, but I, I'm thinking that Mandalorian will have at least some version of Thrawn. Um, yeah. I, I'm guessing, if you didn't watch The Clone Wars, I'm guessing you didn't watch uh, Rebel, Star Wars Rebels. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, that's a weird one, because half of it is absolute kitty garbage. Like, the lightsabers are skinny. They don't ever stab anybody. It is really just t- toned down Disney, Disney crap. But they bring Swan in in the third season. And they do a whole cool story off with Swan. And it ends with the main character, Ezra, him, uh, picking, like, Ezra can control animals with the Force. Yeah. And so they grab these uh, hyperspace traveling space fist type deals. And they all just latch onto a, a Star Destroyer, and they just, boom, they're gone. And wow. it ends, it, so Ezra's missing, and Swan is missing, and no one knows where they are. And it ends, it cuts forward in time, but after the sequel trilogy, I mean, after the uh, original trilogy, and Ahsoka's picking up one of the side characters to go look for Ezra. And so it's like, okay, you got a character like Ezra, you got Swan, you have the new empire clearly needing someone to lead it. You have Ahsoka now being in Mandalorian. I think she's getting her own show. And so it's like, they, they have things set up where they could bring in a cool character from the TV show. And bring in Swan. That's the one thing I don't like about Star Wars now 
is I feel like I have to watch everything. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, it's like, it's like, it's why I'm, I'm, I'm done with Marvel movies. I don't want to go see Black Widow and Sing T. I don't want to see these new movies, but I got to watch them because it's like the next episode in the series. Right. And I think with Star Wars, I'm falling behind because there's so many things to watch, but it's, yeah, I Rebels, I want to watch it. Here's the thing too, is that like, you got to hand it to these writers across the, the everywhere between the movies and the show, the continuity, mm-hmm. you know, for, that's dude that's gotta be hard can you yeah. imagine the fucking drafting board like dude it's like filled up like they're you gotta really be on your because we will notice by god we'll notice man if we you, noticed that one guy in jeans in a green t-store in the fourth episode of season two of mandalorian <laughs> yeah like, we noticed that in a heartbeat and they immediately moved it and it's like why it has to have stayed forever mm-hmm. it should have awesome. been there man that was a thing it's already in our minds you know mm-hmm. yes. um good one but yeah, I think Mando will probably be the first one. Mm. You know, I, I I think it will. It would be cool to have a nod if Fat and Thrawn had ever, mm-hmm. you know, crossed paths. Like that would be cool. Yeah, that uh, would be cool. We'll see. I I really don't know what they're gonna do with Mando. Baby Yoda left with Luke, and so I really don't know what they're gonna do next. You know. Okay. So you remember from the games? Did you ever play the MMO? Uh, yes. The Star Wars. Okay. So you yes. know the great I still hunt, play it. The mm-hmm. great hunt of the Mandalorian. Yeah. I, I want to see that. Oh, that'd be that'd be real cool. That'd be fucking awesome. That would be so awesome. Oh. Because that's a huge thing, man. Mm-hmm. You know, that or if not that, then maybe I don't know, bring up Reven somehow. Like make that mm-hmm. part of the story. Yeah. Like, let's get him in there, man. Um, because yeah. you know, I mean, Mando and and Reven, you know, like they they beefed at one point in time. Like that was a big fucking deal. Yeah, there's you know? oh, there's so much they could do with like. Now I'm thinking about it. It's like I'm looking at the old public stuff, and I'm, I'm I've been replaying the MMO because it's it's still pretty fun. It, it holds it holds up. Um, and there's just so many things they could do with Mandalorian lore that they could incorporate, and they really could. That black sable was in the Clone Wars, and uh, Dave Filoni was like, I need a really cool Mando lightsaber for, like, one fight scene. And then he made it, and everyone was like, this is the coolest thing we've ever seen, and we're going to incorporate it and everything else from now on. And it, and it works. Like, it, it's exciting. It's a cool-looking lightsaber. Go ahead. No, I was just saying it's dope. I got a few more questions, and I got to wrap it up, sadly. Okay, it's all good. Lightsaber color. If you had to, if you had a few words that I was this, what lightsaber color would you uh, go with? White. White. Keep them ass. on their toes, man. Keep <laughs> them on their toes, you know? Nice. Yeah, nice. I think so. That, that That's just, and the utility of it too. Have you played, uh, what's the, the Fallen, Fallen Order? I fucking love that game. So good. It was so good. So good. Oh, oh, I want to see, I need a sequel so bad. Yeah. Yeah, dude, nope. you want to talk about doing it right? That was it. That was a, the dog's Vader appearance, Cal Kestis's character. Everything about it was this. There's a there's a rumor Cal Kestis might show up in the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. And I'm like, Whoa. there's no way they made that voice actor who plays him look so much like the actual actor if they uh-huh. won't plan to use him later on. Yeah, they have to. I mean, like, yeah. And he's so good at it. I mean, that, yeah, dude. God, that'd make me want to go replay Fallen Order again. I mean, that I was, got. I was just thinking about it. It's <laughs> a good game. Um, but the utility, you know how like there's dark areas and you got to hold your saber up. Yeah, like that's kind of the thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's why. Like I don't know. That's why we want white. What about you? Green. 
I green. go green. Even though every time I play a game with like you pick your own class, I always go Jedi Knight or Jedi Sentinel or something. But the green lightsabers, they look, they look great. They look sick. Right on. Uh, no, uh, Fallen Order. Though. Now, now you got me want to talk about Fallen Order for a bit. Uh, Dude, it's fantastic that was, game. Yeah, that you was. Know. I, and here's the thing: the older I get, like I'm, I'm 36, right? So I'm not as good at multiplayer games as I used to be. Yeah. I routinely get my ass handed to me by 12 year olds with high pitched voices. <laughs> like it, it bugs me, you know. So they'll probably say in the end, "Wood, it's just disgusting." <laughs> yeah. It's so like, like if if I can have an experience as good as Fallen Order, and it's not, you know, multiplayer, man, all the better, you know. Mm-hmm. Battlefront. Uh, two was gorgeous, but it's just it's dude, it's online. I don't want to do online. I'm sick yeah. of online games. Honestly, for me, when I play Battlefront two, I got I got I do co op. You know, when it's like four guys take it on bots because that's yeah. that's about as fun as you can get. After that, playing online, it's, I'm not I'm not good at video games. No, dude. Also, I'm not here to I'm not here to be stressed. I'm here to relax. I don't want to be exactly. sitting on my computer like fuck you, you piece of shit. Exactly. Stop typing me. It's like this is the video game. Relax. Huh. Yeah, man. Um. No, this like Star Wars games. I think like there's so much there they need to start bringing in more games with. You know, like if, if Fallen Order was that good and Battlefront Two was that good, I need to see more epic Star Wars video games. Well, the problem that we have is that EA has the exclusive rights. Ugh. Disney granted EA exclusive rights to any video game, so you know, dude, it sucks bad because Bioware did all the good. You know, obviously with mm-hmm. you know that and yeah. I'm a I'm a console gamer because I don't have time to keep up the fucking gaming PC. I got a little laptop. That's what I'm using right now for this. But like, yeah, console is just way easier for me, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I have I have my gaming PC. I enjoy it for my friends. I want to play online. And I have a VR headset, and so that's kind of why I have it because it's. Um, but console gaming, that's where it's at. You know, I. Speaking of VR headset, have you played the uh, Squadron? Star Wars Squadron game. I bought, I bought one of these bad boys for it. Nice. I got, I got deep into that game, man. It is, it's so good. You can't say it and not just be like, I am an X-wing pilot. This is what I do now. I'll be. <laughs> yeah. like, it was. I got so into it, like when I want to listen to a podcast, I would just load into like the, the practice map and just fly around listening to the podcast. Like when you put enemies, I just fly around. Like, this is so much fun. I'm gonna yeah, do a dude. podcast where I do it. It is. Yeah. It's next level, man. It's oh, yeah. next level. Being in a tie interceptor and being mm. able to like, dude, finally, like this is yeah, it. It's oh, no um, one of the other video games they have that's a lot of fun is a uh, Vader Immortal. It's uh, it's fun. I it's, have I have seen the gameplay. I've not played that yet though. Oh, it is totally what. It's so much fun, man. I I think I, I bought I bought the first episode. I played through it immediately, the entire thing, and I went and bought the next two. Like I just like I got to do this. That's what I'm doing this weekend. It is like they, they have three different VR Star Wars games now. They have the Squad Squadrons, and they have the Vader Immortal, and they have that new suiting one. That's like Galaxy's Edge or something. Oh yeah, 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 like, yeah. They have all three with three different mechanics, like suiting, walking, puzzle solving, lightsaber combat, and flying. Where's the giant VR game with all three? Where's that giant ass like sixty dollar like GTA in space Star Wars game? Like and you know they're working on it. But when, yeah, I hope, I hope, that, you know, uh, I would, I would, if ever I would see a, well, you, you know, we got the Elder Scrolls online, you know, for consoles. Like I want to see a Star Wars version MMO, 
I don't mind MMOs. MMOs are fine because it's different. You know, you got your, you know, you got your AI you can fight against. But I want to see a Star Wars console MMO. Yeah. You know, Disney, if you're listening, one. by God, give me, give me that, please. <laughs> yeah, it is. I they need to bring back Lucas Arts and just make more more games. Bro, like, I'd even lying, accept man. bringing them back pod racing. Like that Star Wars pod racing game I, I had on N64. I still have that. It's a lot of fun. Remember Shadows of the Empire? Oh, that was fun. Fucking oh, that dope. dope. I remember, here's how old that, that is for me. That's when Bush's Razorblade suitcase album came out. I I distinctly put both of those, that game and that album in, oh. together in mind because I remember just like chilling out in my room. That's some 90s shit right there, dude. Uh, uh, there was so many good... And I got to ask, uh, top three Star Wars games. Like, what's one with you? How would you uh, rank them? Well, I mean, you got to go, you know, Knights of the Old Republic one and two, and then Swator, you know, that. Yeah. And I, I know I just got through telling you I'm, I'm a console gamer only, but the funny thing is my three favorite Star Wars games are all on PC. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, you can't, there's just, well, no, I take that back. I think wasn't, um, Star the Knights of the Old Republic was actually Xbox on Xbox. Could, yeah. 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 Okay. So that's not entirely true, but you can't beat that. The MMO. Oh my God. You could yeah. do anything you want, go anywhere you want, be whoever you wanted to be. I had a, a gang of friends when I came game game came out. Like seven friends. We did a land party for a whole weekend. All star nice. level zero. And we just played. We were all different. Like we, we all did a uh, republic. We did, we, had, we had two counselors, a stealth guy, the smuggler. We had everyone just like we had a guild kind of sigo one. It was the most fun I've had playing video games ever. I think it was. Yeah, dude, it's incredible. Yeah, so much lore, mm-hmm. all the lore yes. that's in there. Oh, oh so much. It's and the fact that it's no longer canon. It's just like you 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 put how many hours into this just to wipe away at a snap of a finger. Yeah, like this is. Mm. Yeah, let a board of executives decide the fate of an entire, you know, I mean, quite literally a universe of mm-hmm. content. It's you know? ridiculous. Yeah. Um, what was it? Uh, for me, one of my favorite Star Wars games was, um, if you go to an arcade, you know, you remember those things, right? Okay. Yes. Yes. They had that, um, the two Star Wars arcade games. They had that one where you had the glow stick in the middle and the last battle was like, take it on Vader's lightsaber. And I always died. But uh, they had the pod racing game. Where you had the two pod wasting six here, like an actual pod waste. So I think I spent, I've, I probably spent over a hundred dollars on that game alone. <laughs> like I would go to, there's like one arcade left I know in Florida. It's at a Pop Century Resort in uh, Disney, and I still have it. Every other arcade got one of it. So I have one arcade, so I, was, I still go there. If I go to Disney, okay, I cut off on a bus, go to Pop Century. Obviously, in the night, I'll just go to that arcade, spend $50, spend money. That game is so much. I bet I was on Craigslist trying to say, can I buy one for my room? Like, I'll put it right there in the corner. <laughs> uh, who, needs, who needs a bed when you have a pod waste in your bedroom? You know? Oh, dude, I would sleep in that thing forever. Yeah, absolutely. Bring like, it home work. and it's just like, where's, where's the bed? It's a pod waste. So, <laughs> it's, it's working. <laughs> yeah. And if she doesn't understand that, leave her ass, King. You absolutely. deserve better. I deserve better. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I need someone who appreciates my Star Wars memorabilia. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, this has been a lot of fun. I have one last question to ask you. I'm going to ask you to plug all your stuff. Okay. Favorite? No. 
favorite Star Wars film, least favorite Star Wars film. Okay, number one favorite. This is gonna sound blasphemous, but it's Rogue One. That, that's it's Rogue I, One. I get that. Yeah, I get that. It's a, not far ahead of Empire because Empire was great, mm-hmm. but yeah, Rogue One. Um, and my least favorite, it's a tie. It's in, it's in between Attack of the Clones and Last Jedi. Mm. I think the only thing that makes the Last Jedi not it is the throne room fight scene. That's probably it. And Benicio yeah. del Toro, but mm. yeah, Attack of the Clones is hot garbage. Yeah, it. I watched it the other day in preparation for. I'm having on Scott Holt on Friday to talk uh, Saturday to talk prequels. Nice. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited. I'm hoping he goes in like one of those tangents like he always does about so like prequels. I'm I'm excited, but I'm I'm watching. I'm like, do I have to watch Attack of the Clones? Can I just jump through Vince and this? Like this is yeah. such bullshit. Everything yeah, in bad. it. I uh, no for me. Uh, I I a lot of people a lot of people don't like this. But I think we turned. I like we turned to Jedi more in Episode Five. I think that last scene was Luke and Vader in the throne room. The scene where Luke's face is half shadow, half light. I think that entire scene yeah. right there is so fucking solid and perfect. And Luke's throwing yeah. the lightsaber away, you know? Like, if he's not going to do it. Just, that whole scene is so perfect. It's I iconic. It. It's, it's, it's wonderful. You know? And that whole movie has its, has its problems. It's the first time Lucas was like, huh, money grab. Let's make the Ewoks. But it was, yeah. it was a good movie. And solid. I, I like Return. Absolutely. I really do. <sighs> well, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, where it has, find, man. Where can people find you at? Where can they come subscribe and check you out? Um, I'm on all the podcatcher uh, platforms. Uh, the, Clean Libert- the Clean Libertarian Podcast. Um, the premise is it's a podcast solely about ending the war on drugs. I'm also mm. a member of Recovery, so I have a lot of people on that share their story of hope. Um, yeah, I also have a YouTube channel. You can find me there, but on Twitter, I am at clean underscore podcast or at Liberty drew 84. Both of those are valid. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, everyone, this has been another episode of the Catholic Libertarian podcast talking about Star Wars. I hope everyone has a good night and, uh, may the force be with you.